0: Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Well, Jim, the season opener is here and gone uh, for the Timberwolves. And, well, unfortunately, they go into Toronto and it's a house of horrors like it usually is. Uh, They come up just a little short against the Raptors.
1: Yeah, they never win there. And uh, Toronto is athletic. They're well coached. They're aggressive. They run well. They run their break really well. But... This, to me, was more of a Wolves loss than a Raptors win. Uh, I thought the uh, they got off to a terrible start offensively, and then because they were off to a terrible start offensively, Edwards took it upon himself to start scoring, which he did. He scored like 10 points in rapid, rapid succession, which is great, but it led to everybody standing around. And, you know, we talk about ball movement. The first rule of ball movement is you need body movement, you need people cutting and moving and making – difficult for the defense. Not only does that lead to open passes, it also leads to defenders having to get out of position and get out of lane, which creates driving lanes, and all of a sudden you have easier chances and you're drawing fouls. It really is just a lot of standing around, holding the ball, and different people taking it upon themselves to shoot. And that's not the way Finch's offense is supposed to run. And it's disappointing to see, frankly, because they did it. They were so much better in the preseason. They ended last year strong. It's one game. No need to overreact. They lost one road game um, but it wasn't much fun to watch because of the way they played.
0: Twenty-seven shots to score twenty-six points for Edwards. That's yep. not very good efficiency.
1: No, so he wasn't efficient. He took, I thought, a lot of bad shots. A lot of, a lot of times when you take bad shots, you're out of position. Your teammates aren't really expecting you to take that shot, so you get beat down court. Even if you're trying to get back on defense, you're out of position. The other team can beat you down court. So I thought Edwards shooting. Um, was bad because of shot selection, it was bad because of his inability to hit a higher percentage, and it was bad because it led to breakouts. Also, uh, one of the coolest things we saw in the World Cup was Anthony Edwards would take a half here, an entire game here, and just facilitate and just create for his teammates. And we didn't really see that yesterday. And I would like to see more of that because he does have talent around him.
0: Yeah, he admitted that himself. He said, I don't know what happened. I started yep. taking crazy shots, lost his mind a little bit. You know, that they haven't won in Toronto, these guys, any of them, since they were like kids. Uh, they haven't even seen the Timberwolves do it. So he just got a little bit of that hero ball mentality in him, which we've kind of seen before, but he's a terrific player.
1: Oh, he is. Yeah. And, and also he's starting a season where expectations for him are immense. Yeah. You know, people. the question I get asked the most about the Timberwolves is, is Anthony Edwards going to be one of the best players in the league? Is he have a chance to be the best player in the league? Well, he's a wonderful young player. Uh, he has a lot going for him, but you know he's still he's still really fairly he's a very young guy. Mm-hmm. You know he didn't play a lot of college basketball. He's still learning, and you know if, if losing the opener by playing ugly basketball sets this team's mind right and gets them back to playing right, you know it.
0: Then this won't be a big deal. We just can't see this continue. Yeah. Uh, what did I? I, I saw that Ad, Edwards is wearing number five now. I hadn't noticed that until last yeah. night. This is what? What's the deal with that? You know? uh,
1: honestly, I have uh, forgotten to ask. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll find out. I'll find out and let you know. I don't know at the
0: moment. Yeah, because he was number one, and now Kyle Anderson is wearing yep. number one. So uh, I'm kind of a numbers guy. I Love to follow that stuff. So overall, yeah. I'll figure, I'll, I'll figure oh, out. yeah outside, of, outside of Edwards. Uh, how did the guys play? What? How did Towns look to you?
1: Uh, Towns is a great shooter who shot poorly. Mm. And once again, I think that was because he was, it's kind of like, Finch's offense is meant to flow. And instead of flowing, what we saw is, okay, you're going to take a certain number of shots, and I'm going to take a certain number of shots. We're not going to really help each other. We're just going to shoot the ball. Mm. And so I thought Towns was taking flat-footed threes instead of, you know, when Towns gets to catch he's open at the three-point line, he is a great shooter. Mm-hmm. When he takes it upon himself to take 26-footer, because the offense isn't moving, he's not as good a shooter. So I thought it was the same as Edwards, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also didn't draw fouls. Uh, and, again, if, if the lane's open and Towns is going downhill, people have to foul him to stop him. It didn't, we didn't have a lot of that yesterday. I thought Gobert actually played pretty well. Now the thing about Gobert, we need to remember is, when he misses a shot, it's going to look ugly, because he's a seven, seventh big, strong seven-footer, and he takes all the shots within five feet of the rim. So every time he misses, it's going to look bad. Mm-hmm. Whereas if somebody you know has nice form and misses a fifteen-foot jump shot, we don't even think about it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but despite a couple of ugly misses, he played really well.
0: Yeah, no doubt. So uh, next up, uh, I think they're at home on uh, Saturday night. At
1: home on Saturday against Miami.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, the, and the
1: early season schedule is difficult. They hmm. might come out of the first few weeks with not a very good record. Um, you know, if, if they start playing well, I think the wins will come.
0: Yeah. Hey, what can you can you shed some light uh, more on the Cam Bynum and his wife uh, situation? She's trying to he, get over here yeah, from the he, Philippines.
1: Mm-hmm. He got married like a year or two ago. Uh, to he's you know Filipino by heritage. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wife is Filipino by birth. Um, and he has not been able to get her a, even a tourist visa. She has not seen him play in the NFL. She's not been able to visit here since they got married. So he spends his off-seasons in the Philippines, and he has not been able to get her here. Um, and he's had help from Amy Klobuchar and Tina Smith and the president of the Philippines, and just there's been no movement. Uh, so, you know, he, he's, he's a really good guy a good-hearted guy he always promotes his foundation which helps people in the philippines every time he has a good game he talks that up that up he's a really down-to-earth good guy and you know we we are a large complex comp- country and we have all kinds of different immigration rules for different people from different countries on different borders and this one seems a little strange to me, and I hope they can figure it out.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Plus, he's the player of the week defensively, yeah. uh, you know, this week. And, and I thought he took a little step back last year. Maybe it was because he was dinged up or something. But, boy, this year he's really been uh, right next to Harrison Smith making a lot of plays.
1: I thought last year he played the way he had to play in that defense,
0: ah, where, so, yep. you know, the,
1: the safeties were supposed to stay back, prevent the big play, and – Hope the uh, offense would eventually make a mistake. That was the philosophy last mm-hmm. year. Um, and as much as we all ripped on Ned Donfeld, it did help him win 13 games and win a lot of close games. And Cam Bynum, he won. He sealed one game with an in, end zone interception. He made a couple of other big plays. But so he was kind of he was kind of you know representative of that defense where he didn't seem to be playing well on every down basis, but he made of big plays to help win games. This year, Harrison Smith going to the line scrimmage more. He has more responsibility playing single high. Uh, you know, he has more. And, and I thought he played brilliantly in the fourth quarter against the 49ers. He kind of, and he talked about it yesterday. He was, you know, in the position he's in with the experience he now has being coached by Flores. He basically recognized the routes that were coming at him in the fourth quarter and he basically said, okay, I'm in right the right place. I bet the ball, he's going to throw the ball right to me, and he did.
0: Yeah. Yeah, terrific read. And that comes with that experience and those reps on that side and, and uh, being able to start reading quarterbacks' body language and, and their eyes and so forth. So, obviously, experience uh, paying big dividends for him.
1: Yeah, and he's a, a nice player. He's a smart yep. player. He also is an excellent tackler. He made a couple of tackles on McCaffrey. They held, you know, McCaffrey had the one swing pass he turned into a touchdown. Other than that, they did a remarkable job on him. They came in as like the third-best rushing team in the NFL. McCaffrey might be the best back in the NFL. They held him to 45 rushing yards, and they tackled extremely well. And Bynum had one open field tackle that most players don't make.
0: Games are won in the trenches, and they, they shut down McCaffrey on the defensive side of the ball, and they don't allow a sack on the offensive side of the ball. That's the best game those two lines have had all season.
1: Uh, no doubt. And the Hunter Hunter's playing at a very high level. They it would, they won without Davenport, who's a big key for this defense, and they, in part because uh, I want them, I thought, and Bullard and Patrick Jones are starting to make more plays. Uh, Hunter's been great all year. Hicks is playing well. Smith and Bynum have found a way to help games. We still don't know how good the cornerbacks are. Mackay mm-hmm. Blackman kind of disappeared last game. They're not getting a lot from Booth, so we don't know how you know the cornerbacks don't instill a lot of, uh, it, it, a lot of confidence right now. But if the front seven plays well. It does help those cornerbacks survive.
0: Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at Five Sports with Todd and Suhan, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.